0: Uh, but, okay, let's go ahead and get everything sorted here. We're live on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, and we're recording, so I think we're good to go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode. Hope you guys are off to a great weekend here in the lovely city of Miami. Alex Story Hunter says, Zoom that, bitch. <laughs> uh, but, all right, so what? If I Zoom it, what's going to happen? Skype that. Uh no, I don't know how to use Skype, to be honest. I've used it like once or twice. Um, is it easy to use? I've never been on Skype. Well, I have, but I don't recall. I know back in the day, Skype used to be the shit. It was like the, was like the early version of Zoom, but then Zoom came in, two clicks, you're live in front of everyone, that's it. That's all you need. Skype is kind of played out already. Um, if anyone says Skype me, you know damn well they're not up with the times. What's up, Kevin McDiggity? Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Happy Friday, man. Another magical Friday here in the Magic City, and I am excited to be back live once again. What a long day, man. Um, you know, Friday nights in Miami, it's like you can feel the electricity in the air. There's just something going on in Friday that you're like, I know somebody's on a yacht right now getting their dick sucked while they're both high on coke. It's just its just electric. You can just feel it. It's like I know somebody's getting twerked on or will be getting twerked on today it's almost like hundreds of voices rang out saying let's get lit in unison (laughs) right don't you feel the electricity in the air on a friday night in miami it's like yo people are gonna get fucked up tonight you feel that shit it's almost like the force what's up say walt skype gets you the 40 plus audience oh i've actually done bigger events uh alex story hunter i used to run well i still do but it's kind of on hiatus I used to run Miami networking.com and I used to do networking events with like over a hundred people. You know, I work hard for my audience. Um, for this one, I'm, I'm doing it a little more, uh, I'd say, uh, organic, right? Because we get a lot of haters here. So, you know, uh, I try to keep it in under control because if we promote it a little too much the people showing up, yo, what's up? I thought you said this was a comedy show, bro. <laughs> uh, the Christmas tree getting twerked on. Yeah. Everything's going to get twerked on, man. It, it, Holidays and partying just go hand in hand. There's just something about, you know what it is? You know why uh, holidays and partying goes hand in hand? Because this is December, going out in December in the city of Miami, that is when the real countdown for the new years happens. When it says December, for, not even, man, I think it starts even as early as Thanksgiving Eve. From, from November, what is it? 20, 23rd, 24th, when's Thanksgiving Eve again? From Thanksgiving Eve all the way to December 31st, people are just in countdown mode to get the party started. We're going to party again, and then we're going to party once more. And then guess what? Another party. We're going out every night of the week since Thanksgiving Eve. That's just how we do, man. Party people unite, and let's all get down. You got um, Sanzo? <laughs> what's going on? Curse uh, and Blessings, what's, what's up? Welcome to the chat. Jay does comedy. Jay did comedy. Uh, you ain't part of the squad no more. You cut off. Uh, you know what's the worst thing, guys, when comedians say they do comedy and then they really don't, but they do it on their social media, right? No, just kidding. Shout out to Jay does comedy. He won. He is now in the semifinals. No, he's in the finals. Jay, you're in the finals for the March Madness comedy competition here in Miami, which I will be announcing the dates. Um, and speaking of New Year's Eve, uh guys and the new year's 2021 uh if things don't go your way uh you know um just know it's not your fault in 2020 okay it's not your fault for the first time ever your new year's resolution has the best excuse ever i didn't do my new year's resolution because of the pandemic perfect no one's going to judge you it's not like you were going to do it anyway but at least now you won't feel so bad you know what i mean you know what i'm saying uh, so i think 2020 has shown us that we should start getting rid of new year's resolutions, which as a matter of fact, I think Brickle Batman suggested that to be the topic of yesterday, but we didn't get to it. Let's get rid of new year's resolutions. I think new year's resolutions should be something, just new day resolutions. Like you just wake up and say to yourself, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds within the next four weeks. I'm gonna go out, lose 10 pounds. And then you know what, when you don't do it, you still got a new day. People wait all the way to the new years to be like, I'll do it next year. You know what I like doing guys? I like doing simple things for New Year's resolutions because that way I make a big deal out of small things. So I can say to myself, uh, this New Year's, I'm gonna do the laundry and then I'm gonna go do the laundry. And then when I get it done within the first or second week, I'm like, I feel accomplished. I feel like this is gonna be a good year. Laundry done, what's next? I feel like I can rule the world. Little wins take you a long way, guys. Don't fool yourselves, don't go too far out. I'm gonna be a millionaire. Get $1,000 first. (laughs) This year is my year. I'm coming up. Ooh, wait till I get my money right. Why don't you focus on making your first $1,000? Damn, man, that's a lot of uh, Uber rides. (laughs) What's up, Dro? What's up in the community, Slim? Ooh, I like that name. Uh, As in, what's up, man? Keep disrespecting me and I'm stealing the booster seat from your car. (laughs) I gave you props, Jay does. That's how we do in the comedy world. We roast each other. If you're really going to be coming up like you say you will, people are going to be roasting you along the way. It's like heaven and hell are reversed in the comedy world. The fire is, go- is on your way up. <laughs> There's nothing but fire up there. Uh, what's up, guys? All right, so here we're talking about New Year's resolutions and how we should start getting rid of the idea of waiting for the New Year's to get shit done. What's up, Miss Brown 490? Welcome to the chat. New Year's resolutions, what do you guys think about it? You know? Um, My 2021 New Year's resos, let's go ahead and share it right now. Why don't we announce it? Put it on the chat, guys. Uh, What are you guys going to be doing uh, for New Year's resolutions? And you got to go hard, okay? If we're going to do New Year's resolutions, we have to go hard in 2021 because 2020 fucked it up. So you got to like double down, okay? You got to go like 10 times as hard as you were planning on 2020 you know when everybody was like 2020 is my year 2020 clear vision bam no clear vision brain fog for everybody because of the COVID (laughs) all right uh and you lose your sense of smell um so 2021 what are your new year's resolutions guys uh says your January will be determined by your December just like tomorrow will be affected by your today oh shit did you just copy and paste that? Say, well, I think you've been saying some cool stuff. I've got a feeling that you are uh, copying it somewhere else, coming into the chat and putting it on there to try to impress me. Uh, and it's working. <laughs> well said. Look what Saywald says. I'll go ahead and repeat it. Uh, your January will be determined by your December, just like your tomorrow will be affected by your today. No, I wrote that. Oh, shit. Stay single. Ha ha. Love my piece. Oh, that's your, your news resolutions. Work hard on that, bro dro j 18 says he wants to stay single and want and because he loves his peace yeah staying single is great uh staying single can be a blessing a lot of people don't know how to stay single what's up iris goddess of love a lot of people don't know how to stay single i mean look at iris she immediately has a couple's photo as her avatar right there right there we lost one right there (laughs) yeah being single is the shit if you know how to do it right you know what i mean Uh, and you, you know, the days that you're single, man, whenever you end up being in a relationship, you're going to look back in your single days. You're going to be like, wow, I had it really good. It's almost like you took those days for granted, right? When you were single and then you get in a relationship, it's like, you love the person that you're with, but at the same time, it's like, man, I also love the person I was. Damn. I look good. 10 years. I mean, 10 pounds lighter. Mm, What happened? Hey, baby, you want to go to Hooters? Let's go. (laughs) what's up it's me christy exactly yeah man being single especially when you're young blessed blessed work hard because if you're a snack like me you're in demand you know what i'm saying (laughs) when you're out there looking like a snack everybody wants a bite so you got to be careful all right got to be careful make sure no one takes that mordisco and make sure you don't melt in the heat uh, especially when you find somebody attractive, man. Because when some, when you find somebody attractive, your your single days are numbered. Especially if they, if they like you back. Ooh, that's a bad that's a bad case you're on. If you both like each other and you're starting to talk, you're starting to talk. You know, you know what's the sure sign you're about to get in a relationship? When you have sex for the first time and then you meet up immediately after you have sex to have sex again. Oh, oh, that's the worst red flag. Red flag your single days are numbered. If you have sex with someone for the first time and you guys meet up again within the same week to have sex again, that's it, man. You better start counting your single days because it sounds like it's about to come to an end. All right. Let it be known. <laughs> LOL. Snack-sized. Yeah. As a five foot six, I am snack-sized. <laughs> Uh, Saywall says, I finally said, fuck it. I was working on a relationship for almost two years and one day just got tired of his shit. Sounds like the typical Miami guy girl story. Uh, <laughs> I love him, but he's no husband. So I might as well focus on me for a bit. Oh, you're, but oh, wait a second. But you, there, there's a highlight here that you kind of try to run over, uh, Saywall. It says here, I love him. So you said, I've been working for a relationship for two years. I love him, but he's no husband. Kind of sounds like you were forcing him to give you the ring in two years. True kings make a girl wait over 10 years before he proposes. <laughs> <laughs> you could be eight years in with a quality man. And if you introduce yourself as his girl, he's going to be like, whoa, whoa. Just because we've been dating for eight years doesn't mean you got to be out here telling people you're my girl now. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Um, (laughs) uh, Snack or snack size. I look like a snack that was left in the car in a hot Miami day, but I'm still sweet, though. Yeah, the sugar's still there, baby. Still got that syrup, that cornstarch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, What's wrong, wrong with Miami guys? Well, what's wrong with Miami guys is that they spell wrong twice to make their point. So that right there is a sure-tell sign that that's the wrong guy. (laughs) Even you're calling yourself out uh say well says no i don't want to get married just thinking of the future yeah you say you say that to yourself but your comment clearly says i love him but he's no husband so right there you just just like azn called yourself out on your own comment all right let's move it on uh so i got a request to touch on to touch on this uh rings ruin relationships people live uh together for years and once they get married divorce style like two years later yeah divorces happen when you rush into relationships i think that's that's the reason why divorces mostly happen you you infatuation gets the best of you you rush into a relationship and i know a lot i bro all right so check this out how long has social media been around all right what's up mark signs how long has social media been around guys, you know, that person, you know, them, the person that jumps from a relationship to relationship to relationship, I can count like a good five to seven people that I know personally, that they just keep jumping into re- like, they don't stay alone. You know what I mean? And I, I say this because I slide into their DMS, and they don't choose me. So you know, I'm a little bitter. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, man, like I've seen some people on my timeline over the years, have multiple relationships one after the fucking other wild blows my fucking mind you know what i mean it's like bro you need to chill the fuck out no there's no wonder you can't find the right person you're just jumping around and it almost seems like these girls force the guys to get in a relationship with her so that he can hit it and then after he hits it he just leaves it's like well i already like i've been hitting it for like a month so uh Yeah, now that I got what I wanted, I think this whole relationship thing isn't going to work out. (laughs) I don't fuck anyone that's not in a relationship with me. You want to be my girl? All right. Um, Yeah, people just rush into stuff. um, And I think that's why relationships don't work out. Uh, Saywell says they can't think clear. No, it's not that they can't think clear. They just can't be alone. Like, they just got to, like, keep getting into relationships. Like, they don't chill. It's like, dude, hey, chill, man. It's all good, you know? Let's have some fun and then just ride it out. It's like, no, no. I need to be in a relationship now. And then it doesn't work out. I need to be in a relationship. Sorry, guys, getting these spam calls. Facebook user says, go gay. Somebody on Facebook just goes go gay. You can't lose. Uh, yeah. I heard going gay makes you uh, very open in relationships. Like you're saying se- when you turn gay, your sex life, it, it expands by a hundred fold. Uh, that's the wave. my ex wanted a kid after only five months of dating. Oh my God. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And I don't even know them. What's up, Sasha. Uh, she was cray. What, what you said, no boning unless you can commit. She was cray. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of people. And the thing is, yeah, I think just some people are just more susceptible to being in uh, useless relationships. It's like, can we waste each other's time first before we have sex? Can we waste each other's time? I want you to show me time that I know you don't have for me. Miamians need to be more honest with themselves and their standards. In what way that they want somebody better or in a way that we're all, we, we, none of us ain't shit. <laughs> we are all not shit. So let's all have shitty relationships together. Cause we're from Miami. Or do you mean like, Hey, I got, Hey guys, I think we could do better. Let's start dating people that really count. Miami junior. What's up, man. Uh, Sasha says this topic has zero chill. That's how it is at the Miami Comedy Podcast, Sasha. All we do is have zero chill. You know what's the best thing about this show? We include everybody. You're all part of the show. I told myself, if I'm going to blather to myself on live, I might as well start talking to people. (laughs) All right, so um, coming up next, colleges and universities. Uh, Every time I try to get to the next topic, you guys just get to the next one yourselves. I feel, well, I feel personally attacked. No, I think that's your own, uh, cognition. Saywall says like, I've, I've seen a dude with a great girl, uh, had a place to live and everything of it, but cheated on her anyway. Didn't tell her because she gave him a home. Uh, wow. Yeah. Hey man, it happens, you know, Miz. Yeah. that sucks. You know, people just take other people for granted um, especially in relationship in very loving relationships so you know what it is guys uh you know men are dogs you know they're the worst men are dogs we ain't shit either uh the same way i roast girls is the same way i could also roast guys man we ain't shit (laughs) m-i-z i I don't know what you mean by that i thought you meant like miserable like le le mis okay let's get to this next topic because this guy's been wanting me to touch on this for a while colleges and universities. So I'm very particular about this topic because I myself uh, went to a uh, community college. And then after graduating with an associates, I went over to uh, a university and got my bachelor's and I got a associates in psychology. And then I got a bachelor's in marketing. And let me tell you guys something. uh, I don't use them shits. (laughs) What's up, Virgianini? Um, So Yeah, when it comes to colleges and university, guys, I say drop out, save your money, Uh, unless you're going to be a doctor, or you need to pass the bar exam, you know, unless you need, unless it's a necessity for what it is that you want to do in life, don't go to college and university. Now, don't take my advice. I'm just one person. I'm simply stating an opinion here. I believe college and universities, especially at the level we're in now with our education system, they ain't shit. They ain't shit. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, man, college and university, the only benefit you'll get at a college or university, the only benefit you will get are the memories and the socials and the social aspect of it. You'll make friends. You'll meet people. You can even prolong the high school life a little bit by going to college and university. Oh my God, Miguel, you're coming to FIU too? That's fucking dope. Yeah, man, I'm here as well. What are you studying, bro? History. Wow. Yeah. I'm studying liberal arts myself. We're going to make it big. <laughs> and now you both work at a fucking smoothie King. <laughs> Trying to make ends meet, bro. Um, Manny speaking facts. I would trade my college degree for real life experience. That's right. Networks. Everyone always says networks, man. But what if you go to a university where their networks ain't shit? You know, you go in It's like, hey, how you doing? My name is Manny. I'd like to have you in my network. What do you do? I don't, I started in OnlyFans. (laughs) It's good to have you on my network. Yo, if if you're horny, I know a girl that's got a dope OnlyFans. You should definitely check her out, man. She's blowing up. Yeah, just started FIU, freshman, very bright girl, very pretty. Only $5 for your first 30 days. She's in my network. (laughs) Everyone always assumes like, yeah, if you go to a college or university, you're going to get a good network. Uh, They're all 18 years old. What network? Oh, man. Yeah, you go to college, university for networks and no one ain't ain't no one doing shit. What do you do for a living? Uh, I just got a job at GameStop. Yeah, you in my network. If I ever want 15% off my games, I'm gonna hit you up. Uh, It's about credentials. So you qualify for certain jobs that will never touch you. Yeah, that too. Uh, Never went to college and I have a great career. Uh, You have to know how to rub right elbows to get anywhere in the corporate world. That too as well. Uh, let's see. Depends on your upbringings as well. I agree with you. Lawyers aren't that important. Uh, what's up with the lawlessness? Okay. First half of me. See. Okay. So, uh, here's, here's my take on, here's a further take on, um, colleges and universities. So, um, I wanted to be a marketer because when I read about marketing, I learned that if you know how to do marketing, like really well, you can start a business, like, you know, how to communicate, you know, how to do, you know, bring projects to life. So I said to myself, I'm, I'm going to study marketing. I got my degree in psychology and then I got into marketing, but everything they were teaching me in marketing was like old fashioned or not, not even properly explained. You know what I mean? Like, like professors out there are writing books about social media marketing. And then when you look at the author's social media, 12 Twitter followers, <laughs> it's like this guy wrote a $300 textbook on Twitter and he only has 12 followers and it's inactive. This guy doesn't even have a full fucking photo on his Twitter account. It's the gray with the face on it. Oh man, you're doing it right now. Ethos, pathos logos. Hey man, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but that's facts. So when I started learning marketing, when I started learning from people that knew what they were doing, like I bought a, I bought a few books. Like, you could, like if you guys want a really good education, here's what you do, especially on fields like marketing. Okay. And, you know, I'm sure lots of fields can do this for you. What you do is you find the people who are doing a great job with what you want to do and see if they've written a book, if they have a blog, if you can email them, uh, you know, and and what recommendations. Okay. Do that. Like if you want to learn something, pick up all the books you can. Go on Amazon. Just go on Amazon and write, you know, let's say if you want to learn theater, be like, best books on theater performance buy a whole bunch of those books go sign up for a theater class put the books in practice and do that over and over and over and i swear to you you might be getting a better education than people going to college and universities for theater (laughs) all right now to add more to colleges and universities if you really want to ramp up your skills what you do is you start um combining you start combining um skills so if you want to learn theater and you want to be an actor how do you get your name out there so you learn digital marketing so then what you do is you learn how to edit youtube videos you learn how to do theater you learn how to act you make your characters and you make a youtube channel uh with with theater and your characters and your acting now bam now you have a business right did you have to go to college for that no you taught yourself and uh, you know not to get too deep into it but because of 2020 Billions of people are now transitioning into realizing that education can come to us without us having to go to college or university. We can get our education online. Like there's so much resources online to get a good education. And me being a coach, I I do a lot of uh, coaching with my my mastermind. And us as coaches, what we do is like, whatever our field of expertise is, we help people like, like speed it up, like read this, do this, try that and do this. What did you think about that, right? Uh, You think you can do that? And then what we do is we start like pulling out the skills that people have. And you're going to be seeing lots of coaches in the future because when the robots come out, coaches are going to be the shit. Oh my God, I'm so tired of these robots. Every single thing that I do, I, I go shopping robots. I go to the gas station robots. I go buy a car fucking robots. There's nothing quality Unless there's a robot involved. Well, have you ever been coached? What's a coach? I help you solve shit based on your level of expertise. Tell me more. Uh, what's up, Eva Franco? Strippers are the original entrepreneurs. No degrees needed, and lots of networking. <laughs> That's a great example. Curse and blessings. Well said, Professor Manny. Yeah, uh, AZN. Uh, I'm on the back end of my comedy, I, I uh, I'm very focused on my personal education. It's everybody's responsibility. Here's what my mentor said it's everybody's responsibility to be self educated, especially now because everything is accelerating so fast. It's your responsibility to educate yourself in whatever it is you want and build your skills, right? No one is going to give you those skills, only you can get them yourself. Your hand okay, bro? Yeah, these are just uh, computer gloves. What's up, Alex? What's up, Montes? What's up, Louie? Q Comics literally and learn from that learn to sell shit yeah learning to sell learning digital marketing there's lots of skills that are very useful so like marketing is one of them learning how to sell coaching coaching is going to be huge in a few years um retail i heard i heard e-commerce is blowing up i haven't really experimented too much with e-commerce i have an e-commerce store where i sell t-shirts but i don't make a living off of it i just kind of make like a little side hustle money big shout out to alex for getting two shirts by the way Like I I make a little bit of money through e-commerce, but I'm hearing e learning how to do an e-commerce and how easy Shopify makes an e-commerce or like Etsy makes an e-commerce happen. I think that's another skill people can learn how to do e-commerce. All right, let's move it on to the next topic, guys. Uh, Cereal for dinner. Oh my God, who wrote this? Cereal for dinner or pizza for breakfast? Who the fuck is doing that? It's big in Latin America, e-commerce. Yeah, because everything is so virtual that when you give something to someone like on their hand, like like they click two things on the internet and then it comes a few days later and they hold it in their hand. That's like a turn on. You know, when somebody buys something from Amazon, they already tracked the package. That's them getting a boner on, for them to get something that they can hold in their hand. When I bought this microphone, dude, I was counting the days. It's like, when can I fucking replace my microphone? Fuck. And then when it came, it's like, fuck yeah, come on, Mike, yeah. right? So uh, e-commerce is, uh, is probably, yeah, it's probably going to be big because everything is done so digitally that when you can, like, buy something online and then hold it, like, that's like, uh, it's kind of like a, it gives you a hard on. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Um, okay. So cereal for dinner uh, or pizza for breakfast? Uh, how about none? What kind of a fucking animal, are you? Well, you know what? I've had cereal late at night back in my stoner days. Um, yeah, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This right here, I don't relate to this at all. Uh, shout out to Nicola Vera, Um, But Nicola Vera, yeah, this is an awful topic because I don't relate to this, man. Um, cereal for dinner or pizza for breakfast. That sounds like the life of somebody that's uh, probably gonna get um, really badly infected by COVID. <laughs> like this, this seems like the kind of diet of a very irresponsible person. Um, bro, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you how out of touch I am with this topic here. Uh, my, my cereal of choice, you know what it is? Ezekiel bread cereal. Oh, It's disgusting, but God damn it, the amino acids in that shit gets those muscles. You see that right there? That That's Ezekiel bread right there. That's Ezekiel bread cereal. All right, this ain't Fruit Loops with the OO like Trill says. All right? <laughs> that's Ezekiel bread. These are the amino muscles kicking in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can't relate. Michelle, sometimes, what's up? All right, I like this one. This one was good. Someone asked, what are the underrated moments of time? All right, underrated moments of time are actually very subjective, right, guys? I mean, what do you consider an underrated moment of time? Go ahead, put it in on the chat. Underrated moments of time are those, uh, for me, it's like little surprises that look like they're inconvenience but they're really just helping you break the day-to-day monotony. Like those are the moments of time I enjoy. And one of the examples I'd like to share with you is, I remember one time I got a flat tire on my way to work and um, I was upset. I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to be late to work. Fucking got a flat, right? And so I had to get, I had to pull over. I had to get out and, I, and, and as I was, I was like in the parking lot somewhere outside of the main road And I had to put the spare to replace the the tire. And then um, my boss just goes, hey, man, if you got a flat, don't worry about it, man. Just fix your flat and then just take the rest of the day off. You know, it's all good. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, no problem. And then like while I was replacing the tire, I was like, yo, today's a beautiful day, man. I'm not even stuck in traffic anymore. And then I went into the bakery that was in the plaza. I got myself some baked goods and a cafecito. And then I was just looking through my phone and I got to admit, man, that day was fucking beautiful. I thought I was getting pissed because I got a flat tire, but it ended up being a beautiful day because I didn't go to work. I was no longer in traffic and I was enjoying my day with a cup of coffee and some pancito. So win-win. What's up, Jay Gloria? Yo, Jay Gloria, I just did your riff on colleges and universities and it was amazing. Um, you, you, got, you got to check the replay, all right? probably on the 620 mark, okay? Probably about 20 minutes in. What's up, Slim Jims? Uh, Speaking of which, now that it's 630, let's get into the sponsor. All right, guys. So this show is sponsored by my boy, a Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small businesses, Find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to Eliu Venus. that's E-L-I-U dot B-I-N-A-S at U-S-H advisors dot com. All right, shout out to Lu. Thank you, Lu, for your sponsorship. And if you guys want sponsorship, send me an email, Manny at com. We're looking for sponsors. All right, especially now that we're rolling out this virtual comedy club, lots of ways for me to get your name out there. All right. Um, All right, up next is Chong. Yo, I'm going to be honest with you, Miami. I thought Chongas was something from the past. I thought Chongas were no more. Like, I was already expecting to see Chongas at a museum sometime soon. You know what I mean? You know how like when you go to a museum, they show you like what artists were in the 70s or in the 80s during their career. They showed you, you know, like how Chinese students look like in the 1900s, you know, right? I thought eventually probably in, like the next five or 10 years, you can go into a museum in Miami and be like, this is what a chonga would look like in the 90s. Like, oh my God, I, daddy was alive when chongas were around. Yeah, they became extinct in the early 2000s. <laughs> Chungas, you know, they used to wear really thick uh, and black uh, uh, lip liner because that's how they would show dominance to the males around them. Uh, and I don't blame them. You know, you gotta show some dominance when the Latin male is always trying to be surrounded. you, like "oye, mami, como ta." So you know, when you got that lip liner, you kind of just give them the, and then they leave them alone. You know, back in my day, daddy saw that a lot. Hell, I even got rejected by a couple of chungas, eh? <laughs> Oh, man. I thought chongas died back with club De- deep. Yeah, exactly. Chongas, I haven't seen a chonga since uh, middle school. Chongas was something from the past, man. Chongas was something that I used to be attracted to when I was uh, like 12, 13, 14, because I didn't, un- I didn't understand. Like, I just came out of elementary school, right? And then you just see these uh, these chongas with the, with the fucking... Uh, you know, glazed fucking hair. Like it wasn't even hair gel. It was glazed. Shit looks like a fucking Krispy Kreme uh, donut topping, like all in their shit. And they got the fucking perfect little, It's like, God, then you wake up every morning and you put that in your hair, you know? Uh, And, and they have really dark. As a matter of fact, chongas are Latin Gothic people. That's just what it is. Chongas are Gothic people slash Latinos, Latinas chongas are latina gothic people that's it we we figured it out guys we cracked it down congratulations to whoever brought up the chonga uh uh style goths you know back the lady greasers (laughs) yeah they like if you were to look in the 50s you know how guys used to be greasers with leather jackets fast forward 40 years in the 90s women uh that were chongas were the new greasers it's grease lightning. Candied apple foreheads, bro. What? Yo, I would I would be you would if, if you never had a mirror, like when women wanted to look at themselves and they didn't have a phone, right? Or a mirror, they could just look at their besties' hair gel and they could see their reflection. That's how fucking gelled that shit was. You ever gotten a headbutt by a chonga? Oh man, like a football helmet. It's just wild. Or when they had it like all on the sides and shit. Shit was crispy as fuck, you know what I mean? Like if you were to grab a, a bag of potato chips and you go whoosh, if you grab like a curly haired chongas, uh, if you grab a chongas curly hair, and you, it's the same sound, whoosh, crispy. You know what I mean? And they always smelled like hairspray. And uh, I don't know, what else? Um, white sneakers, I think white sneakers were a thing for chongas, right? White sneakers. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just got to go back to chonga hair, man, because like they, those girls and, you know, shout out because they were very responsible, productive women. Chongas were very, um, like they dedicated themselves to that look, man. Like they had to wake up early to make their hair look like that. You know what I mean? And, uh, because like, if you, if, a, if a chonga were to lay her head down and wake up, There's no way you can have that look again. You have to like redo it. You know what I mean? It's gotta look fresh. Chonga hair was just so fucking fresh, man. It's like soul glow. Uh, you know, you lay your head down, you pick it up, and there's like a stain on how much hair product. Uh saywell says, White fat farms. I had those. Yeah, exactly. I remember those. Yeah, white, yep, white shoes. I remember. What's up, Brickle Batman? I remember I dated one. It was like the Hulk, right? It was like the Hulk right at islands. <laughs> Give us the college content. Jake, Jake, I did it already. Here's what you do, man. Um, when this show is over, just go into IGTV, fast forward to like the 15 minute mark and you'll hear my riff on colleges and universities. It was your fault, bro. You should have showed up. Brickle still smells like Turkey and Lechon, bro. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you guys something. Um, if you're still eating leftovers from Thanksgiving, coronavirus is the least of your troubles. <laughs> All right. If you're out there and you're still eating leftovers from Thanksgiving, um, or you just don't give a fuck, man. Um, that's it. You're, you're, I don't know what's going on in your life that you're confidently still eating that. I don't know what to tell you. You know, you probably survived coronavirus, but you won't survive food poisoning. And if you get coronavirus and food poisoning at the same time, not only will you die, but your soul disappears too because it was too much to handle. <laughs> that's the one-two punch. Food poisoning from, uh, from leftovers and the coronavirus giving you the – oh, man, that's like an uppercut and a punch down at the same time. Shit will fuck you up. Uh, I had scallops tonight. Wow. You belong to the streets. No, it's SKR – E E T S. Um, uh, fat farms and Nikes were hot at my middle school. Yeah, man. I was such. Oh man. Thinking about my middle school days, man. I was really, um, awkward. Wow. Like I, I think about who I was in middle school and I've got to admit, man, like, um, I don't know how I became the person I am today because in middle school, man, I was just that kid that was getting picked on and didn't know how to socialize. And I tried getting, I tried to be cool with the cool kids. That's why I, I remember Chonga so much because like every girl was, was cool and hip with the Chonga style. And I'm like this nerdy guy that just got out of fucking elementary school. It was like, Oh, Hey everybody. Oh, these girls look nice with their black lipstick. And so to impress them, I would try to get into break dancing because all the cool kids were into it. I try to be friends with the cool kids. I try to give them the five. Um, and then it ended up just me being made fun of. And then I look back and I'm like, yo man, if I had the same mentality I had today, I would fucking roast every single one of those people. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you call that a windmill, man, get your little ass up. And how about you windmill your way over to homeroom and get your grades up? <laughs> you have a crush on Tom because he knows how to break dance. How about you have a crush on making a better version of yourself and grow up? Hey, if you like him so much because he does uh, head spins, why don't you let him borrow some of your hair grease so maybe his head spins could be a lot more faster? Oh! <laughs> that would have been me right now in middle school. If I was a comedian in middle school, that would have been me like roasting everybody. Because you know what you, you know what you realize, man? Uh, people that follow other people, like that sheep mentality, those are the real losers because they don't think independently. But the thing is, society will make... Those that think independently feel like they're the losers, but it's, it's like reversed, you know, because it's like many against one instead of one against many. I've been there and believe me, as a comedian, that's what's going on with society. Independent thinkers are very hated on, uh, even to this day. Shit. Uh, Rough Riders volume two was the seventh grade album. What? Yo, how old are you, AZN? Yeah, I remember. I never got into Rough Riders. I never got into DMX, but everybody in middle school were definitely into that stuff. You got them good. <laughs> oh, this is me just talking as my future self to an older, uh, I mean, to a younger self. So they win because I felt like shit as a, as a middle school student. You're 33? Yeah, okay. So yeah, Rough Riders is definitely in, in, in your generation. Tell us the difference between Hispanic and Latino. Okay, so I, I've actually thought about this, Jay Gloria. And this may or may not be right, but this is how I see the difference between Hispanic and Latino. So Hispanic is like South American- May no Hispanic is South American and Spaniard like Hispanic is Spaniard right uh but Latino is a little more Caribbean Puerto Rico Dominican Cuba I consider that Latino and I consider South America and Spain Hispanic now that could be wrong but I think that's a pretty good distinction um let's see all right let's move on guys 645 let's wind it down Um, Hispanic, habla espanol. Let's see. So up next is people that send two-minute voice notes instead of calling. Um, You know what? People that send voice notes, I appreciate that more than text messages because voice notes, you can... um, You can say you never got around to it (laughs) because you got to push a button to hear the voice note. So what you can say is, oh, I haven't heard. Oh, that was you. I haven't heard it yet. Sorry, man. I've been busy. Haven't heard it. A text message. When you look at it, you read it. You get the message. But when you get a voice message, it's packaged up. And when you're like, I don't really got to hear this shit right now. Let me go back to the real world. And then eventually I'll get to this voice message. And then when you see the person say, like, you didn't get my voice memo? Oh yeah, I didn't press play, bro. I'm sorry, I'm busy. You know, how about you text me a real paragraph next time? <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't mind voice notes. I actually think they're very convenient. Voice notes are actually very considerate if you think about it, where it's like, hey, you're gonna hear my voice while I try talking to you. And whenever you get a chance, just press play. I'm busy, can't, pre- can't press play right now. Good night y'all. I'm charging my phone and writing out. Good night, say Walt. Uh they want you gone. Death to the spirit of individuals says radical dems. Ooh. Uh voice messages are intimate and cute. Oh, well there you go. If you guys want to slide in Sasha's DMs, make sure it's a voice memo. Uh Brickle Batman says, "What about the monsters that listen to the voice note in the elevator with no headphones?" Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, they give you a little bit of entertainment at the same time, you know. But here's what you got to do. If you're going to play it out loud in speaker so everybody can hear, be like, hey, everybody, my ex just sent me. A-. Here's what you do in the elevator. You go, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the uh, elevator. I'd like to let you know that I just got this message from my ex. Now, I don't know what's in it, but just for the sake of, uh, just for the sake of entertainment, I'm going to go ahead and play this out loud. And then after you play it, you ask for tips. Yo, there's the joke. We landed it right there. Hey, whoever brought that one, that's what's up, man. That's a joke right there. Play play the voice memos of your ex on speakers for the entertainment around you. Then ask for tips. Yo, that's hilarious. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, what about people who use the cell phones as walkie-talkies? Um, oh, people still have that. I think I think the people that have those uh, walkie-talkie cell phones, I think they're they're in construction, um, or uh, yeah, I think if you have those uh, those walkie-talkie cell phones, it's it's got to be some sort of um, company. Like, what kind of fucking monster buys uh, walkie-talkie cell phones on a family plan? <laughs> Hello, dad. Yes, love bug. Uh, what are we having for dinner tonight? It's like, uh, you guys can't just call each other. Why is there a professional network amongst your family? Oh, we're a very large family. <laughs> we're trying to save up. Uh, Brazmans, what's going on? Perez smiles, uh, Slaspo life. Next tell. yeah. That's too much. I voice memoed ear rape them all. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man, voice memos like on a family plan, or like if you and your girl have like those fuck, uh, not voice memos, those little walkie-talkie phones. It's like the fuck is that, you know? Good riff, I like that, that one. That that one's gonna be good. Um, uh, let's see, and then we got a follow up. I think it was Curse and Blessings that sent these. Uh, people who send multiple texts instead of one complete message. Oh, Sasha, uh, Sasha, you still here? <laughs> Yeah, people who send um, multiple texts, I think that's a way of like implying. Um, yeah, multiple texts is you could feel the emotion and the. Uh, I don't know, like the excitement of it. Yeah, multiple texts, You, you if you're going to send multiple texts, it's got to be good news, because if not anything other than good news on multiple texts, it be, it ends up becoming like harassment. Yo, what the fuck, bro? What? What? Hey, just wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Urgency. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the word. It's urgency. Like if somebody says, oh, my fucking God, bitch, you'll never guess what happened. I won the lotto. I got a full $50 on the scratch off. Call me ASAP. We getting drinks, bitch. All right. Bing, bing. Bing, you're getting the good news in segments which actually makes it a lot better oh shit that's great um so all right let's go ahead and call it here you did not just say harass <laughs> jay perrin tomorrow's topic uber drivers watching soccer games on their phones while driving you yeah that's all right um well if you watch soccer if you watch any sports games during uber um Yeah, I think that's a good way to let the Uber driver know that you don't (laughs) want to. I don't want to have a conversation with you, bro. Respect that and you get a good tip. Spontaneous, bro. Texts are too long. Take too long to write. Usually not genuine. Yeah, you can always tell when a text uh, was planned. You know, it kind of sounds like a Shakespeare text. Hello there. I would like to let you know that I had a great time while we had dinner. And if you would like to meet again, I'm sure that you can reach to me anytime. I will always make plans to see you. Motherfucker it took three hours to write this shit. Um, the drivers are watching the iMessage text effects. Uh, what do you mean? Like the little thumbs up or the haha and all that? Yeah, those are good because that's kind of like your way. Uh, text effects is like your way of saying, I don't want to respond right now. I'm busy. So you just give them like a quick one like ah, Get out of here. All right. I'm busy. Get out of here. Um, But also the long texts are annoying because the long text is like, like I get, I get like this sinking feeling in my stomach. Like, when I get a long text, it's like, what, bro? It's like right here. It's like at the bottom of my stomach, you know? And when someone sends you a long text, it's like, what they're trying to do is they're trying to force a reality onto you that you really don't want to be forced into. It's like, can you not do this right now? And we know what it is? It's an emotional uh, dumping when you get a long text. Like, I've never gotten a long text that was good news. (laughs) Long texts are always, like, bad news and one-sided behavior. It's about me, and it's about me, and it's about me, and don't forget, this is about me and my needs and me and me and me. Like, ugh. Okay, got it. Uh, respect to uh, who pointed that out. Yo, the short texts are genuine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, text message game. You you've got to you got to know what you're doing with text me- Like people, you know how animals like they communicate to each other, and they're uh, you can kind of tell if an animal is like playful or if an animal like, is in a good mood, or if an animal is happy to see another animal, like, they, they signal it to each other, right? The same way we humans communicate, it doesn't necessarily just have to be words. It could be as simple as like, what text effects are they using? What emojis are they using? Uh, how fast are they texting? How considerate they are? How uh, one-sided? And then like, all these things kind of like, symbolize and, and, and it signals to other people like, oh, that person's going through something or that person is very inconsiderate or that person's an asshole. It signals it. And so uh, your text messaging game has to be on point in order for you to get your, uh, your uh, message across. What's up, Camilla? We're talking about text message game. What's up, Eddie Lear? Sasha says, people are too busy to have to reply to each paragraph without missing something. Yeah, it's almost like the paragraph is like, look at all these little details that need to be said and you need to take each little detail in. Um, I'm in the middle of a hospital visit for my grandmother. Look at the details. Don't be an inconsiderate fuck. I wrote this for you and it's about me, but I wrote it for you anyway. Read it. Yeah, my grandma's really going through something right now and I really want to make sure that I read it. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Brickle Batman says, uh, like they're guilting you if you're leaving out part of that response. Yeah, exactly. Brickle Batman says, uh, "What about the people that read your text messages uh, in the tone that they think you sent it?" To avoid uh, the the situation with tone, send the right emojis. Emojis are really good at at, at tone. And then if someone if someone um, interprets something wrong, clear it up. Because I remember, like, I slid in this girl's DMs. And she told me that she had a man and she says the window, she described it like this, the window is closed. I'm moving in with my man. And I go, ha ha, the window is closed. Like I said it like, like, you know, it's all good. Like laugh, LOL. The window is closed. And she's like, Oh, I see what you mean. I'm coming off. Like it's a prize. Well, you just got off easy. And I go, no, no, it's all good. I take rejection just fine. I just thought it was funny. Now it sounds like it's a prize. And she's like, Oh, my bad. I thought you meant that. Like, cause most guys when they get rejected, they get sarcastic or they turn into sociopaths and, you know, that whole thing. is like, no, 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 I hear you. Just wanted to clarify it too that I was just laughing along with you. Oh, okay. Oh, by the way, hit me up when, you, when you're down for the rebound. Oh, <laughs> let me know if things don't work out. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Frank Makoto? Not a gypsy. Welcome back. Um, more than three sentences is too much for one text. No one, a text should be, you, you, you need to, um, you need to make sure that your text message needs to be, uh, to the point. Okay. Uh, it needs to be like a headline, you know, when you go and you're waiting in line at a, at a, at a grocery store and you look at the magazines and it says lose 10 pounds now, like straight to the point, no fluff, no bullshit. Just like, this is the message you need to see quickly. Right, And the quicker you are at delivering the message, the better. The more considerate you are. Um, Shit, man, we're already down to 6.55, and we still have uh, two more topics left. We can actually throw these out of the way. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Let's go ahead and end it with this one. People who say their babies age in months instead of years. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, there's nothing wrong with that, as long as it's not like, you know, weird so it's like, you know, if your baby is five years old, don't say he's 60 months old, right? But if he's like three months old, it's okay to say he's three months old. I think if you go down to the specifics is when it gets weird. He's 90 days old. Damn, bitch, you've been counting. He's my fucking son. What do you think? I've been counting down the days since he's been brought into this world from my womb. 90 days old. <laughs> hey, man, I guess that's just love, you know? Every minute, hour, day, week, month, they count, you know? So you just want to let the people know. Uh, slick like chonga hair. <laughs> like 16 months is the cutoff. Yeah, I agree, Sasha. 16 months is a pretty good one. 17 months just sounds off, right? 17 months. <laughs> uh, your baby is not 75 months old. Yeah, can you imagine saying that? Like if you're, you're, it's like, hi, I'd like to, now that we've been dating for a while, Maria, I'd like to introduce you to my mother. Oh my God, Mrs. Garavito, it's so nice to meet you. Oh, my God. Ever since my son turned 378 months, I've al- <laughs> I've always knew that he would eventually find someone special, and I'm glad you're there for that. Wait a second. 378 months. How many is that in years? I want to make sure I got my math right. 378 divided by 12 is 31. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Not bad, Manny. Not bad um 34 month old i haven't done the math in 10 years thanks for the math problem uh like just say he's turning two yeah that's pretty good he's turning two he's about to be three. Oh, you just say how about it's none of your fucking business oh my god she's adorable how old is she uh yeah she's uh none of none of your fucking business years old <laughs> how about you mind your business bitch don't worry about my baby man uh how old are you can you say, how old are you, bitch? How old are you, bitch? Answer his question. And then maybe he'll answer it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll end it there. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in to another fun episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. We do this every day at 6 o'clock. If you guys haven't done so yet, man, go to miamicomedy.com slash group All right, join the group, join the virtual comedy club I'm building, introduce yourself, let people know that you're a part of this. All right, also, kind of a long shot, but I'd like to save up some money through a group effort if you guys want to, so that I can replace this brand new fucking mixer that I bought for like $200 after I realized there's a $500 version of this that's way better with sound effects. And it's got a way that I can connect my phone to it instead of some weird hack. Because I got some weird hack that I'm connecting my phone to this thing. And then when Kyle called yesterday, it didn't work. I couldn't hear him. It didn't go in the main mix. So I don't know why I did all this fucking work. So now I got to upgrade. And I've got to make sure that uh, it works the way I intended it to. And you know what? We can actually start making like little uh, jingles. Like I can probably save like a sound effect that goes, oh or uh, an applause, or a laugh, okay? So if you guys want to contribute, go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop or MiamiComedy.com slash tips, okay? If you guys want to contribute to the new hardware that I've got to upgrade to, Buy a shirt or send a tip. I guarantee you it will make the show much more better once I've got a better uh, board, I guess, so that I can start connecting you guys to the internet, to my phone, and to sound effects. All right, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys mañana, six o'clock. Have a great night, everybody.